Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit coming to you. We trust and we believe the Father is doing you well. Blessing you so much in a mighty way. I greet you in the powerful name of Yehusha Hamashiach. Yehusha Hamashiach. And uh, may he sustain and keep you through. Thank you so much to Johan Els there. The joyride, man. Capable hands. A man who is always doing his job with joy. Knowing that he is saving the Father. Not some other people, no. But the Father. And his focus is always clear. Thank you, Johan, for sharing the testimony. Every time when you're on air. Thank you so much. And of course, we are taking it from there. Through up to 8 o'clock Wednesday live it is. And uh, I have uh, uh, Pastor Karabumraka is on the line and also uh, Professor Soma Kawamba is on the line. We will be touching base today and asking the question of what is deemed as spiritual immaturity. Now, I, I know the texts of uh, the so-called people, the people known as Abazalwan. I know their texts. I've been there. I pastored more than eight churches, man. I've been there. I know. I want us to get to scripture. I want us to really go to scripture and look into this and be able to look at ourselves, not only as clusters, but as a nation and check as to what is our stance with regards to the deterioration of our spirituality or the appreciation. We, we have to look into that. Now, this will show and tell us as to why do we see things happening the way they do from all aspects and walks of life. Spirituality is just so amazing that uh, it determines the momentum. It determines the wave of a period. It also shows the level of perception, reception, rejection, awareness, or being awoke. You know, it shows all those things. Now, we had to get to scripture to look into this and see as to what the scripture describes as spiritual immaturity. And we look at ourselves and see if that scripture applies to us in one way or another. So it's easy to define it with the sense of denominational salvation. You were born again in this church that has so many branches and is so big in your township and all that. Man, we need to grow up and get out of those things and start to focus on that which is the spirit of the Father. We need to focus on the Father and, and, and stop this clusterism, you know, this sectarianism that that divides uh, the whole notion of what the body of Yehusha Hamashiach is all about. I hope then it will make some sense as we delve into it. Let me welcome our guests. Let me start with you. Pastor Samuel Kabamba is on the line all the way from the Val. Pastor, welcome and greetings to you. You. Pastor Sam, are you there? Okay, I've lost Pastor Sam. Murudimrak, are you there? 
I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, I hear some computers, and you know, um, uh, greetings to you and welcome, sir. Yes, greetings, uh, my beloved. Uh, <laughs> it's raining here, and yeah. so the yeah. computer which you are talking about, <laughs> I actually, I was trying to get uh, it onto a speaker so that I can hear much better. Yeah. But um, otherwise, we are well. The Lord grace is with us, and mm. we greet you. We greet uh, the uh, Pastor Kabamba. We greet uh, all the listeners in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And thank you for welcoming me. And there's been there's been some storm that also occurred here, man. When I came yes. out of the house where I live to come over here, um, uh, it looked like it's going to be you know what we used to know as Masarasarani, you know. <laughs> It was yeah. something else. It was something else. Okay. I seem to have been able to get Pastor Sam back. Um, Pastor Sam, greetings to you and welcome. Uh, greetings, sir. greetings to you too. And thank you very much for having us. We are so blessed. And I greet uh, everyone who's going to follow us today. And I greet Muruti Muraka. And uh, thank you very much for this uh, beautiful program. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. And uh, thank you for. Um, giving us time. I, I really appreciate. I really, really appreciate. Um, yeah, yeah. So so I understand uh, uh, people are experiencing rain there. So I am going to, to tolerate this, even if I hear an echo. You know how radios would do an echo if someone uses another device to hear themselves? You can also hear yourself talking. Um, uh, but I, I am going to let that happen because... Uh, of the storms, uh, I'm going to let that happen. But we are praying for people, uh, Lady Smith. We are praying for them. We're praying for people, uh, Lady Smith. And as Marvina was a Lady Smith, uh, it's a place called Mnambiti. I think that's the rightful name, Mnambiti. And uh, uh, there have been some floodings there, but not in all the places, you know, but there have been some floodings there. And thank you to the people who had gone on there and uh, also uh, the law enforcement that had gone on there. I mean, the, the soldiers that are really, really helping there. Thank you so much. May the Father bless you. And, uh, of course, as I said, we are touching on the issue. And this issue, I know we have, uh, we have to tread very carefully. Like I said earlier on, uh, in my introduction, that uh, we are going to be looking at ourselves spiritually as a nation. What is our stance? Where do we stand? You know, it's easy to talk denominational, and, and I'm not there. I'm not there uh, into denominational issues. No, I'm not there at all. But I want to look at uh, what is referred to as spiritual immaturity. Um, and, and the word speaks with regards to this. You know, um, that immaturity is also described as the inability to receive st strong doctrine. You are left in the elementaries. <laughs> you are trotting from branch to branch and from denomination to denomination. Uh, but also, you know, uh, the instability of faith where people seem like they have forsaken the faith, the deterioration of faith. 
is also characterizing the big concept of uh, spiritual immaturity. Uh, the continuance, you know, uh, into non-growth, non-development when it comes to uh, uh, the demand to grow, the lack of progress, uh, the lack of a life that is devoted to the Father, uh, Yehusha, Elohim, uh, and, and at times also the lack of discernment uh, is also characterizing a formation of a spiritual immaturity. It shows quite a lot of that, and the word speaks with regards to that now. Um, uh, a deterioration, you know, of a faith uh, where people move towards the notion of carnality, you know, uh, and, and, and perhaps even at times when people have not grown that much spiritually, when people have not grown that much spiritually, always reverting to sin, even though they are believers, always reverting to strongholds, even though they are believers, you know. And the ignorance of what we can deem as the divine perceptions, we are looking into that now. The word speaks quite a lot here. Let me just look into uh, the issue here. And, uh, uh, and I think as we look into it, you will also... Uh, maybe look into that verse. Uh, Isaiah 28, verses 9. Whom will he teach knowledge? And whom will he make to understand the message? Those just weaned from milk? Those just drawn from their breasts? A person that is weaned from milk, drawn from the breast, is actually a small child and spiritually maturity speaks with regards to that those who are unable to receive the teachings of knowledge and those who are unable to receive and understand the divine messages for today and it speaks about their level of understanding in comparison as the stature of a person or a child that has just been weaned from milk or that has just been made to stop breastfeeding. It speaks with regards to that. And I don't know what is it that we are teaching in the churches much of the times, but I see people jumping about and saying, thank you, Papa. And, and, and I see quite a lot of people really... Uh, feeling excited about where they go. And I even see people making posts that invite people to their ministries. But I am challenged by the level of spirituality. Even amongst those who lead, amongst those who are in business clusters, those who are in academia, in the private sector and also in the government sector, um, those who are in the civics. I wonder, at what level are we? 
Are we able to perceive the messages that the Father is giving us? Yahuwah, Elohim. Are we perceiving them quite clearly and doing something about them? Or are we still feeding on denominational sectarian theologies? Patriarchal kinds of theologies. Are we still feeding on those kinds of things? It's a challenge. Muruti Miraka, let me bring it to you with this verse. Are we babies <laughs> to actually perceive that which the Father is saying? Are we not maturing in the manner that we should? Muruti Miraka? Yeah, thank you, my brother. Um, where I will start is where we finished mm. last week. Yes. Uh, that uh, we were talking about spiritual maturity, uh -huh. which we uh, described also as perfection, reaching a certain level of perfection. And. Mm. Uh, Maybe to give a, a a proper example so that it can maybe help us to gravitate together towards one point. I, I, I will go to uh, a scripture, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7, which says, Who in the days of his flesh offered up supplications and appeals, crying aloud and shedding tears to the one who had the ability to save him out of death. And he was specially heard due to his caution. Mm. And it is speaking about Jesus Christ. Mm. Now, this word caution, as used in the scriptures, uh, I, I know some versions will say "God give you," but it's actually caution. Mm. I'll, I'll just, uh, uh, you know, substantiate. Caution or weariness is a maturity perfection level of a progressive walk from the entry level of the fear of Jehovah. Mm. In other words. The scripture which we are quoting in Isaiah saying, who are we bringing the message to? Babies who have just been uh, a, a wind from the press. Yes, we started there. And we say to them, fear the Lord for this is the beginning of wisdom. But when wisdom has matured, we did speak last week about Jesus uh, 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 growing in wisdom and maturing in wisdom so that when he was a baby, he started off at the fear of Jehovah. But when he was uh, 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 baptized and released, he was already at the level of caution. Meaning, mm. he had grown to where he was cautious and wary how he relates to the will of the Father. Mm. Now, spiritual uh, immaturity speaks to our temperament, 
our temperament is not fully uh, spiritual mm. in the sense that uh, uh, when we say spiritual maturity or spiritual immaturity, we are not talking about the spirit. We are talking about the soul. How far is it impacted mm. uh, by the spirit? Is the soul uh, 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 fully under the control of the spirit? Then we would say that person is spiritually mature. Mm. But if the soul is still under the control of the flesh, that person is still a baby. That is First Corinthians chapter three. Yeah, I spoke to you not as spiritual, but as uh, 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 babies, as fleshly, even as babies in Christ. Mm. So it is not wrong to be spiritually immature mm. because our entry level already declares that we are spiritually immature. Our mm. our spirits are perfect, they are mature, mm. but our souls are at nil. Mm. They need to grow up to the stature of the spirit. Mm. And that is a progressive walk. Yeah. for a child of God. It is also a progressive work for a nation. Inasmuch as we are talking church, and now you are talking nation, and I want to talk nation. Mm. Even a nation can be spiritually mature or immature. Yeah. If there are so many of us who are born again in a nation, mm-hmm. and we are children of God. So the nation can be judged on the basis of those who have the Spirit of God, whether it is spiritually mature or spiritually uh, 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 mature. You can't judge on the basis of those who are not born again because they are already outside. You can't talk maturity or immaturity with them. They are outside. But those that are of the Lord, if they mature spiritually and there is a, a, a critical uh, 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 number that is ultimately reached in the nation of those who are walking maturely before the Lord, being led by the Spirit, there will be an impact on the nation. There will be a change on the nation. The nation will take a certain hue. The nation will have of itself a certain temperament. When you look at our nation right now, the things which we are seeing in the nation are telling us that we are spiritually immature. Now, the one last thing I want to speak to in the uh, introduction, my brother, is, and those are the things which we are naming at the beginning, deterioration and all Those things are relating to spiritual immaturity. They are, when when is is spiritual immaturity wrong? It is wrong when I am spiritually immature, and then I presume to be spiritually mature. Let me explain myself. When I'm still a baby in Christ, even if, I've been born again for 20 years, but I am not growing in the fruitfulness of the Spirit. 
Yet when I go about, I want to teach other people. I want to tell them what to do and what not to do. When the president speaks, I want to be the first one to tell him, you are not speaking right. Yet I am still spiritually immature. Now that is where spiritual immaturity is wrong. Because it means I am operating from a blind spot. I don't realize that. I myself need to grow. and, And let me give one example, and that's it. I will finish there. When a child of 10 years, whether it's a boy or it's a girl, when a child of 10 years or 9 years engages in the activity that would produce fruit, and fruit is another child, that we, we find very abominable. Why? Because they are not yet mature. They cannot, although they have everything that is needed for the production of fruit, they are not yet at the level of maturity where they can engage in that. That's why they need to grow. And then when there is a certain level in stature, in growth, in physique, everything, even in the mind, they are emotional, quotient is okay. Then, they can marry and produce children, which are fruit. So with the nation, so with the church, and it starts with us as children of God. We should judge ourselves. You said, my brother, when you open, we should be looking at ourselves. Am I, am I spiritually mature to, 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 to speak even on this program and start saying things on this program, which I may just be saying, uh, 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 um, irresponsibly because when I do that I presume to be mature enough to be saying certain things which I have not matured in which I have not grown in as I was working with the Lord hence you see many of us who are supposed to be teaching the word of God or who are supposed to be prophesying we do not do it on the basis of scripture for those uh, 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 the word which is carried in scripture is lacking in us. That seed has not grown to maturity. Let me rest uh, for now, my brother, and be reticent for a while. <laughs> okay, I hear you quite well. And uh, of course, of course, uh, uh, your perspective, I respect. I respect people's perspectives that they will be bringing across. Uh, the perspective that matters for me is scripture. If scripture doesn't uh, second an opinion, uh, then I stick to scripture. But I respect whatever it is that people are saying. And so we will open the lines at the top of the hour. I just want to hear Professor Kabamba on this and uh, understand as to what he says with regards to this in a jiffy. You and 657AM and life. A winning team on the road to eternity. All right, and uh, here we are. I trust you are well. That the Father, Yehuah, Elohim, is taking care of you. And I greet you if you just tuned in, in the name of Yahusha Hamashiach. Uh, now, here's an issue we are looking into. And we had agreed that we will touch on it. Now, 
I had said, Professor, let me bring this to you. Uh, the very same question I brought to Muruti Murak, and then I'll take it further. Uh, where I speak of the notion of an inability to receive the truth as is. And uh, I mean, the very fact that we refer to our father with names that are controversial uh, is an indicator that there is a format of some immaturity on us in taking the real truth as is. And that uh, people don't even bother themselves in knowing the name of the Father that we should call upon. You know, um, they, they are fine with what they get from their denominations. And I'm not criticizing. Uh, but to me, it is an indicator. And not only that, um, uh, it is an indicator of some form of a spiritual immaturity. And it doesn't mean that people are stupid, but it implies that there is a stature where people are at a stage when, where they can't take that which is supposed to be taken, or they take it partly. Listen to this. It says in Isaiah 28:9, Whom will he teach knowledge? And whom will he make to understand the message? Those just wind from milk? Those just drawn from breasts? There's a time where Paul says we should be teachers by now. He was referring to this. And when we look at ourselves, I don't know if you've heard priests talking on TV, man, or praying. Uh, you know, they say, no, now we call a priest to pray in these rallies and stuff. And you hear what is going on. <laughs> you know, um, it, it is so sad. First Corinthians, which we will deal with, um, chapter 3, verse 1. And I, brethren could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal. But he said brethren there. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, which implies as to babes in Christ. And immaturity, that it is even there, in the assemblies of those who refer to themselves as saints, believers, Christians. What's your take, Professor? Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for the question. You know, uh, the expectance of God is for everyone to mature, to get to a certain level of maturity. That's what God is expecting. Now, you know, when Paul speaks, example, when Paul speaks to the Corinthians, uh, it's because at that particular moment, Paul was not seeing them being immature in certain domains of life. Mm. He was expecting them to reach a certain level. Meaning that we can talk about immaturity not in a kind of a general concept or general way. Mm. What people can be immature in many in different things. It can happen that you are immature in something, but you are mature in another one. 
And now, when it comes to this, uh, as we are talking here, we're looking at I mean, uh, the Word of God being preached, the Word of God being taught in such a way that people need to grasp whatever is being taught. Now, when you look around us, after we've gone uh, through whatever we've gone through, because when you look at, looking at the church, any church, you know, those were, you could say it was just the beginning of everything. In the beginning, if Paul could come and say, I'm expecting you people to mature, meaning that somehow, somewhere, there's been some work that, were, were, I mean, that took place. Now, when it comes to us today, what I believe is, uh, for churches that are starting, even for churches that have been there already, for churches that have been there already, for me, uh, I would expect some form of maturity from their teaching, from the way they, 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 they perceive, from the way they perceive the Word of God, from the way they, they bring the Word of God across. There must be some maturity, because not only because they, are, they, because they are not the ones starting the whole thing, because somehow, somewhere, they have to learn from somewhere. Because there are people who have gone ahead of us today, that if today we have to continue, we cannot continue from uh, starting from zero. We have to continue from where they've, um, uh, where they've left of those who have gone ahead of us. Whatever they left behind, we have to build up from there and go. Meaning that today, when you look at the church of Jesus Christ, especially as it's coming, is about to come, for me, I believe that what we need to see in our church is, is maturity. Mm. We need to see people who are mature, people who are taking the things of God seriously. Not like babes, not like people who are just trying to do the things of God. Why are we saying that? Because already we've seen a pattern. The Word of God has been preached, has been taught. We've seen people uh, who, are, who could call uh, mentors, people who have gone ahead of us, who have really taught us the Word of God in such a way that today we cannot go backwards. We cannot be doing the things that are not supposed to be done in the church of Jesus Christ. You know, we're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to grow. But then what you see uh, uh, nowadays is like as if things, instead of things being built up, instead of us building up in, uh, in a proper way, it's like we are destroying or we are going backward. Things are not going forward. Because things have gone uh, bizarre. Things have gone wrong. We don't see anything of people standing for the truth. I mean, I'm not saying everyone, but we see that people... Uh, after we've gone a long time, after you've, you've seen, ex you've experienced a lot, after you've learned the Bible, after you've seen people who have gone ahead of you, when you come today, you cannot come up with, uh, with, with gimmicks. You can, cannot come up with things that do not, I mean, uh, uh, glorify God. Then we ask ourselves the question, did we really learn? Or are we coming from that school whereby things were done this way or that way? But today it's like at least People don't even understand whatever that has been uh, supposed to be taught in the church. Now, last week we talked about, I mean, there's a scripture that we mentioned maybe in passing, Ephesians, I mean, 5, in, uh, sorry, Ephesians 4, 11. It's speaking to us about the teachings that are supposed to be going on in our churches in order to build up the body of Christ. Now, if today the body of Christ hasn't yet reached, if, I'm, if we have to talk about uh, in terms of percentages and whatever, if you have to look at the body of Christ, today I'll believe that the body of Christ is supposed to be, if in terms of building, supposed to be on, almost on 100%. Mm. 
90% and above. Because uh, Christ is about to come. He cannot come for a church that is still on, on 20% or on 60%. He's coming for 100%. Meaning that as we are building up from our denomination, from whatever that we might be coming from, there's supposed to be some signs of maturity. But the truth of the matter, what we see today is we see people who are still running after example, running after miracles, running after signs and wonders. Then you ask yourself a question, if the Bible could talk about these things long ago, about signs and wonders supposed to run after you, now you ask yourself a question, what kind of a teaching is really being given in our churches, whereby people, instead of them focusing on Jesus Christ, but they are running after miracles, while miracles are supposed to follow them. When you see the teaching whereby the Bible says, seek you first the kingdom of God and uh, its righteousness, and all these things that follow you. You see that today, people, instead of seeking God or finding the kingdom of God, but you see people are still running after the food, after the clothing, after the dressing, after the, I mean, sorry, the, the driving and so on and so forth. Then you ask yourself a question, what kind of teaching are we receiving in our churches? These are signs. When you start looking at those signs, you ask yourself a question, are we really mature? Or we still base, or we still trying to, to learn things, the things of God. Somehow, somewhere, it's become a bit confusing. That's why you see, uh, as I said before, we can mature in one domain, but not mature in every domain. But when it comes to the things of God, I would believe that uh, somehow, somewhere, we're supposed to be growing and getting to a place whereby when people look at the church today, Supposed to say, these are the people that we, we need to emulate. These are the people supposed to, I mean, to, to take example from. These are the light of the world. These are the salt of the earth. We need to go to them. But if they can look in the church, they see all these scandals taking place. They see pastors fighting against one another. They see pastors speaking uh, uh, against one another. They see pastors approving a point. Competition going on in, the ch in, in churches. People ask themselves the question, are these people really the servants of God? Are, really, are, truly, are they really uh, the, the picture that you can see to follow or not? You know, in the Bible there's a scripture, I mean, uh, in, in the book, in, in Acts, where the Bible says that I mean, the, the, the first time the, the children of God or the disciples were called Christians, uh, it, it was in Antioch. The Bible says it's because of the behaviors. When people look at the behaviors, they say, no, these people, they are like Christ. That's why they call them Christians. Now today, if people can look at us, can they say that we are like Christ? We're supposed to be already uh, building up. We're supposed to be closer. When people look at us, we're supposed to see some perfection already. But it's still, it's still that, I mean, as if somehow, even the people are leading us, who are standing in front of us, they're not showing that, I mean, to, the, to us, to all of us, so that we may call them the true example. We may call them the role model. We we learn that I mean because this there are a lot of confusion in the in the in the whole process, and I believe the teachings were important as you mentioned Amuruti that we need to come to the place whereby people listen to the word. People, if people cannot listen to the word of God, then there's a problem because we see even when it comes to the prophecy and all this, you see some pro prophecies that are going on out there. We see miracles that are going on out there, but they're not based on the word of God. Mm -hmm. And if they're not based on the word of God, then there's a problem. Yeah. You know, these are signs that you can at least at one point in Matthew say, hey, are mm. we really 
Are we really uh, have we really grown, or we still base, or we still learning to become? Because somehow, somewhere, I believe strongly from the men of God that you've seen in the world, yeah. people that you've heard, the names that you've I mean, heard in this world, who's supposed to be grow, I mean, to reach in a certain level, whereby because they've done something, we could learn from their mistakes and build up on that and become better. But somehow, somehow, like as if you are going backward instead of going forward. I hear you. I hear you quite well. And let's open the lines so that people can call in and talk just as much as they can. It's zero one two triple three eight six nine nine or zero one two double three four one three double two. You can touch base with us on that. Otherwise, it is zero eight two six five seven two seven two nine. Your WhatsApp there. You can drop us also. A voice note on WhatsApp. That's always two six five seven two seven two nine six five seven AM radio for believers in action. We have a first caller. Hello, sir. Uh, good uh, good afternoon or oh, good evening in Joburg. Greetings uh, to you. Greetings first, to you. First time, first time caller on radio. Yeah, man. My but... name is Baruch. <laughs> Aha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My Baruch. name is Baruch Yahoo. Uh, Baruch Yahoo prefers the name of uh, Yahusha and yes, Yahuwah. Absolutely. Yahusha Hamashiach. Um, and, and let me yes. just say, let me just say before you go on that we will be welcoming you on the show next week, eh? Uh, oh. Yeah, all the way from Cape Town, you will be joining our panelists and it's just going to be great. But welcome for today. Chudaraba. Welcome for today. Chudaraba. Chudaraba means thank you. Mm. Uh, okay, may, may Yahuwah, like, you know, it's just nervousness, but I hope that his Ruach, the Spirit, guides me in this comment that I don't speak out of myself, but it should be his Ruach that leads me. Now, what we need to, and, and welcome to, uh, and shalom to, to the panel, the, the, the pastors as well. So I just want to humble myself in saying, we ought to know and to understand who Yahusha is mm. and who Yasharal is. Mm. Yasharal is a chosen nation. Yeah. Being the people that are upright. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Yasharal means upright. Mm-hmm. No sin can be found in them. Mm. Now, Yahusha Hamashiach, at the end is CH, mm. Hamashiach, mm. means to separate. He's coming to separate. Right. Mm. Who, what is of evil to the good mm. so that we can be he's the door that leads to the father mm. so we, we in, in this separation it teaches us that we have to leave out the things of the world mm. we have we, we must be like him yeah. because he is the anointed one the one who was sent come and to deliver us and in his coming he came to give us uh, to set an example on how for us to follow and to be like him so meaning that when when we say one is a born again that's that separation because the old has passed and you enter into the newness Mm. where you walk with yahuwah Mm. Because you are now delivered, you are now separated. You are no longer doing the things that the world is doing. It's mm. not about Hore, 
I know that she's human and what not. No. You are being called now. You are a clean vessel because nothing unclean, nothing, uh, nothing, nothing can, nothing uh, can, what do you think? An unclean thing cannot mm. give clean. Mm. An unclean vessel cannot give clean. So that is where the separation comes. So mm. when you find maybe the stories of pastors do this and that, and like, ah, let's forgive them, they are, it tells us and it shows us that they don't know what this is about. Mm. Mm. Because this is now about fearing the Father. And fearing is reverence, not as in a terrible dad who beats a reverence that when I'm supposed to do something that is wrong, then I have to correct myself and say, ah, I cannot do this. Yeah, yeah. So, for instance, I can just share an, a small example that being a man who lives alone, for four years I've been celibate, mm. to say, I can only do this, not that I haven't, I haven't slept, or right? There was a time when separation started to say, I want to serve my maker. Mm. And now, when I started to serve him, when I started to come to him and now call him by his name, yeah, that is uh, Psalm, Psalm 68, number four. That is why we say, hallelujah. Mm. Because that's his name. Absolutely. His name, we say, we give, it means praise, respect, esteem, power, and might belong to Yah. Mm. Yahuwah Alahim is his name. So everything that we do, my work, because uh, uh, we have followed the behavioral patterns, we have walked the way the devil walked, we have smiled, we smile the way the devil smiled. So, but now when we enter into this separation, we are being transformed. We are being changed to be different people. And now, our work shows us and should reflect in anything and everything that we do. Wherever we go, we need just by looking at me, how I live my lifestyle. You know, I, I, I stay with my friend, and mm. he says, ah, let's go and get, uh, like, you know, and say, no, I cannot step in such places. I hear you. Just like, why? I say, I am a manak of Yahuwah, and you. I travel with Malakim. So now, by being there, it means I'm losing my covering. Because Psalm 91, Psalm 91 says, He who dwells under the shadow of his wings, I am under his wings. It's like I'm under his spotlight. Mm. I cannot move away from that spotlight. Yeah. The light constantly shines upon me. I hear you. So when you look at me, you should see the reflection of Yahusha because he lives in me. Absolutely. In Yahukanan, John, John 17, right. Yahusha says, I have given him your name. Esteem me. Mm -hmm. Right? I, me in you, you in me, and us in them. Yes. So when he's speaking of the rain that is to come, when people are still expecting to see the trials coming and all that, uh -uh, to me, he lives in me. He has arrived. And how do, I show, how do I show that? By the way I live, people must see and must reflect in, in my everyday living, in the 
way I speak, in the way I do things, right. then we would know that indeed his reign has come. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the time. Looking forward to talking to you more. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, my Aki. Thank you. All right, then. All right, then. And uh, let's take this one. Ma'am, hello there. Hi. Are you still there? Okay, you seem to have lost that. Let's take this one. Hello there. Hi. Hello, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming back. And I'm going to guess too, which other pastors also. Looking pastor, I agree what that one pastor said about the pastor, okay? Mm. But I remember when I was a little girl, or when I grew up, pastors covered, visit people's houses, to go and see people all night. But pastors today are fine. They want to make money. Mm. Our people, and they want to become rich. And I think it's wrong. The best should not be in church and should not be serving the Lord and not be serving the people. Mm. And the children that after that children must go back to the basics. Mm, 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 mm. I remember when I was a child, I remember the little girl and growing up and growing up because I know that it is the right thing to do. Yeah. But I don't know what's wrong with these pastors today, the pastors said. They said they must go out and go and see to the sick people and all these people with their practice. But I don't know if they're doing that. Yeah, well, hey, it, it is sad. Uh, today, yeah, uh, people are following their own agendas. Um, it can't happen. They, they can't follow their agendas. And make quick money out of people. It's and sad. They do the right thing. And that money belongs to the Lord and it belongs to them. Mm, I hear you. I hear but you. Pastor, I, want to I, I want to say I enjoy your program on the Wednesday to a Friday. Thank you so much. And uh, we give Yahuwah, Elohim, all the majesty and the honor. Yes, it is I'm Him. You, Pastor, yes, you ma'am. believe I'm going to tell you something. Mm. Five minutes. Last year, the 29th of no, I was in an accident, right? I fell on the path where I couldn't get up, I couldn't walk. Mm. Then I wait a week and a half to go to theater. I go there, but I, I'm, I'm not to put a sleep. I was a whole procedure. And mm. I couldn't walk, so I'm going to rehab. Starting to walk. Listen to this testimonial. And you know, God has worked wonders. I walked on the walker. I can walk on crutches mm. today. I walked to learn step by step. Wow. And I'm telling you the testimony that I don't think I've got so many things to be grateful for. And it's six operations on one leg. And mm. the doctor said it's a miracle that I ever made it. I'm telling you, Pastor, in, um, when I came out of hospital three months ago, in last year, I couldn't do anything myself. Mm. But now I can do anything for myself. Wow. And I want to say this is a medical working God. Yes. Wow. I'm telling you. Sure. May the Father continue to be with you and guide you through. And may your healing continue to progress so speedily. Thank you so much for the time. You know, Pastor, my faith is so much in the Lord. Yeah. And that's why I like listening to radio pulpit. Mm, mm, mm. And especially to your stories at night. 
Ah, thank you But so God much. God bless you, sir. God bless you thank too. You. Thank you so much. Bye bye. We're taking your calls. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly. There's zero one two triple three eight six nine nine or zero one two double three four one three double two. You can send us a WhatsApp. It's oh eight two six five seven two seven two nine. Tell us how you feel about this. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radio pulpit dot co dot z a or whatsapp zero six seven four two nine seven five six four or go to radio pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.